0: Hello and welcome to the latest edition of Galbraith Podcast. I am not Matt Finlay, today I'm Callum and I've been called up to the big leagues for this very special Edinburgh Rugby Christmas edition of Rural Matters. Today I'm joined by Galbraith Agricultural Consultant Martin Rennie, as well as a duo of Edinburgh stars, Paddy Harrison and VP Nell. Gentlemen, thank you all for joining me. It's a pleasure to be here. Very good. good. Good to be here. We're recording this live in... Scottish Gas, Murrayfield Martin, are you outside of your comfort zone? Would you be more at like Omahamden? Or is this alright? Uh, just a wee bit, there, but I can put up with Murrayfield today. Carl. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> good, good. Well gents, thanks for joining us. Um, obviously we're doing this
1: in partnership yourselves, so we've both got a Um I think season at all it's quite good. I think we kicked off well. Um I think the only hurdle that I think we are a little bit disappointed is the is the Benetton game. Home that we've we've lost, and uh, otherwise, if we look back at so far, I think we do we done well. Um, last last weekend, I think we there's a lot that we can take out of the game, but otherwise, I think so far so good.
0: Yeah, and of course, this season was a, a World Cup year. Is it a little bit trickier for the squad generally to find out where they are with so many guys, including yourself, in France at the start? They come back. There's a lot of change to the team week on week at the minute. Are we now at a point where we're starting to find out where the where the team's settled and, and what the sort of the goal is?
1: I think like especially like a year like this, the World Cup year, it gives like young boys a lot more opportunity, especially in the first three or four weeks and yeah, like you said, it's now the time like the the older guys or the guys that's more unusual um, in the team, they come through and stuff, but I think it's good for if we look back now in this season there's a lot of young boys got a lot of opportunities and that's that's actually good. That's what we need. We need young boys to have opportunity to put up their hand and yeah, and, and push for that spot in the in the Edinburgh team and it's and I think so far everyone that had that opportunity took it, so that's yeah, it's so it's good. Yeah. And Paddy, you have been asking to get
0: back out, missed out a few weeks uh, due to a concussion. How excited are you to get back out there and to get some more game time on your
2: belt? Yeah, very excited hopefully. I actually haven't actually played throughout this season yet, um, so hopefully that chance comes fairly soon. But yeah, just after the long pre-season, just kind of raring to get out there and get a game hopefully at some point. Yeah. Well you're certainly. I mean your season
0: doesn't wind down towards the end of the year. we will get two big 1872 cup clashes coming up. The first one will be this Friday at Scottson Stadium, and then of course the return leg here on the 30, 20,000 tickets sold already for that, it's going to be an epic game. Paddy, you're someone coming through the age grades and the academy with a lot of boys at the other side of the MA at Glasgow. Have you got some mates in there that you're looking forward to battle with over the years?
2: Yeah, there's a, yeah, a few. Uh, I had an A game a few weeks ago and that was quite fun. I don't know how I was trying to wind up in that game. does not know what to say because he probably got yeah. Uh actually uh, got Max Williams was one of the second rows, and Hooker uh, Gregor Hilson, who's the same age as me, and under twenties. So probably just, probably uh, just trying to wind up your opposition number. To be honest, is is, is the main thing. But.
0: VP, you had a good few years of that. Even a few of these eighteen seventy two clubs. How much fun is that for you playing against playing against
1: your, your friends at Glasgow? I don't know if that's if it's fun, um, but I must say it's it's a different it's a different vibe, and it's I think. It's it's a it's a it's a tough battle. It's like everyone brings the best out of each other. Um, it's it's like if you're in the Scotland setup as well, you know it's a it's um, you against the other. It's like it's it's a better competition as well. So, it, but that, that just create an even more. Can you call it that battle? Mm-hmm. That that thing that just on that field and but yeah, off like you said, off the field. If after that game, everyone is shaking hands again. But yeah, for that 18 minutes, yeah, it's a tough battle. Everyone is fighting for, fighting for their club. So yeah, fighting for. It's probably fighting for the for the bragging rights to get when they get back in the Scotland game. So yeah, so that is that's the that's the nice bit about it. So yeah. Yeah, and it's a pretty cool prospect
0: of that home game. Twenty thousand tickets sold already. You know, in years gone by with massive numbers, this is looking like it could be a record year again. Like, there's not many domestic fixtures in the world that pull in that sort of, sort of numbers for club rugby. How exciting is it that you get to be part of that? It?
1: it is exciting. It's really awesome too, especially if you um, go out here in Murrayfield with your 20 or 30,000 supporters. It's awesome. It's, it's what you almost like play for if you want to play again uh, in front of a big, big crowd. So, yeah, it's going to be great.
0: Well, obviously the name of this podcast is Rural Matters. Gabraith have a lot of professional services in agriculture. I'll bring Martin in a bit more for this. This is his bag, this is his area of expertise. <laughs> I believe you both come from rural backgrounds. Paddy, are you still involved in the farm back home? Tell us what that set Yeah, like.
2: yeah. Yeah, I live in a small town called West Linton, which is about half an hour away. Um, and it's kind of a bit of a mixed farm to be fair, dairy, sheep, poultry, and then obviously grow a fair bit of crops for the, for the cattle. Um, So yeah, I still live at home, uh, my mum and dad, so there's plenty of jobs. I've got three other brothers at home, so there's plenty of jobs to do. I get told to do when I get home, so no, it's great. Like, obviously, it's a full time job being a rugby player and stuff outside of that. But there is a fair bit of time we get free as well. So um, yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty
3: class that I get to do both, to be honest. Um, Do Do you think the farming background helps sometimes with the rugby in terms of, you know, there's been so many Scottish internationalists been farmers and yeah. still are farmers today, yeah. do you think that sometimes you know when you're working at yeah. sheep... I don't know s- maybe transfer not so skills. much
2: like, nowadays but yeah. th- like there probably is sheep farming probably yeah. but like back in the day like you listen to what dad was saying that like, the jobs are obviously a bit different now yeah. and most of the jobs are sitting sitting on a kind of track to see obviously you're yeah. still working yeah. hard kind of long hours but mm. kind of the stuff like even like moving bales and stuff nowadays is pretty yeah. fairly easy work was yeah. back in the day but Carrying them, lobbing them up into the sheds. Like, there's no wonder they were like farm strength was a proper uh, thing. Yeah. Um. Obviously, still is to a certain extent, but yeah. And um, the jobs have just changed with time, I guess. Like, lots of things, but. Mm-hmm. Um. No, nah, definitely, wrestling sheep and mm-hmm. shearing sheep it's like definitely can transfer to yeah. to rugby.
1: Uh, VP, What was your rural background like in, back in South Africa? Also from a sheep farm, um, a little town called Turishfontein, about it's it's yeah it's been a while like i've been where well, i've been part of part of it, but always catching up with my dad and stuff and how things are and how it's it's definitely played a big part of of how I've, how I've been brought up um obviously, I think if I need to look back, it definitely helped me a lot, just probably mentally wise how tough you need to be on the on the farm there's no your dad say you need to do this you need somehow somehow you need to get it done somehow you need to make a plan (laughs) and and i think all that small things that you take from your dad and i must say i had quite tough dad and he he wanted to have the job done so if i take that back into my rugby career and how things shaping up i always no artwork will bring you somewhere mm-hmm. so and that's what I always would take in and I know on or to be on a farm it's not always easy there's yeah, a lot yeah. of artwork so yeah that's that's I must say the yeah the farming background can I yeah relate to to rugby as well so yeah mm-hmm. yeah and you know we were chatting earlier BP you know sheep farming is
3: in Scotland compared to South Africa the the differences are quite quite vast but I think one of the biggest differences is that as, as the weather as the weather changes out where, where you're from as well can you maybe touch on that a bit more
1: yeah no definitely I think it's more like I said earlier it's more intense I think here in Scotland mm-hmm. you want to your sheep is independent you need to your lambing is inside and it's almost like a 24 hour job at yeah. that stage mm-hmm. back home the weather always—you can plan around the weather. I think more back home, so your lambing is not so—it's not so intense. You can—it's mm-hmm. all outside, and yeah, you—you you will need to go every morning, yeah. go around, see what's mm-hmm. wrong. But yeah, it's it definitely more intense than the weather. Yeah, mm-hmm. we know how cold it gets here and stuff, so de- it plays de- a de- massive, yeah. mm-hmm. massive role in, in the in the lambing part of it, so, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. How do you get around like ten thousand acres well yeah, i must point. say if we if it's, if it's lambing if it's lambing time you you get everything closer to the house oh, so yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. around yeah, yeah and then obviously when it's, when it's done you just spread it Take out it. but Leave yeah it yeah, it's the, the 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 farmers they are quite well camped yeah, off so yeah. yeah so you get the so so it's that is all good but yeah. you you usually keep it around the house and then from there on you work it out but it's, I must say, it's quite intense over here. Need some good good sheepdogs Yeah, we have, you you need a couple, you need a couple, so yeah, Yeah. and a a four-wheeler or so or two, so yeah, you need to get them together. Some people are still using the horses to get around, so that's quite a traditional traditional way what they're using, so. so yeah, so yeah, so yeah, there's... There's ways, there's yeah. ways to get around. An yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and
3: the farming industry, well, uh, globally, has been scrutinised quite heavily at the mm. moment. Climate change, yeah. consumption of beef is is such a big topic. Yeah. But as you know, as professional rugby players, are you pretty conscious in what you you eat daily intake wise and where it comes from and how it's produced? Or
2: yeah, definitely. Like if you're going to be buying uh, buying meat from the supermarkets, yeah. it's, it's got to be. To be fair, most supermarkets are fairly good for it. Yeah. It's it got to be Scottish yeah. or, or UK produce. Um, yeah. As you say, like there's so much scrutiny on mm. UK farmers. Yeah. For probably there's no reason for it to be on us. As, as it's yeah. Like um, I watched one thing on YouTube every day, and the, and the boy did like a graph, and half of half of it was such a small percentage of the UK. Yeah. It was more coming from these other countries that are kind of mass producing the beef. Yeah, And right, um, yeah. so it's not really like. The true story isn't kind of getting published out in the media, really, yeah. to be honest, and um, which is probably the more the frustrating part yeah. for farmers yeah. watching like these main channel news news and it's like presenting the way kind of the bad guys, I'm whereas sure, yeah. like they need to be saying it, like where like you get the like, Brazil and stuff, yeah, fair enough, they're cutting down the rainforest to mm. for beef cattle. It's slightly yeah. different to
3: yeah.
2: twenty cows in a in a grass pasture in yeah. Scotland, like, um, yeah. So it's probably more just frustrating the fact that that's farmers right. are getting put, put down a bit like that from these media, I don't know why they do these programmes for a bit of clout, or I don't know yeah. what they do it for, but, um, yeah. but it's not all true, which is probably the main thing to be honest. Yeah. I think that's
3: yes. the thing, I think you know, farmers globally, actually a lot of them do a lot of good, Yeah, and mm, I think right. that can be missed out in yeah. the discussion and topics a lot of the time. Yeah. They, they yeah. do do a lot of good, and, yeah. and global meat consumption yeah i wrote down a couple of facts before yeah. today so in the uk an average each person consumes 18 kilos yeah. of beef yeah. per year okay. i've got a challenge for you. you know what the average south african consumption is Do you think it's higher or lower i than think 18. it's definitely more it's only one kilo more it's 19 kilos per year but hmm. the biggest consumption is america which is 26 hmm. kilos Ooh, wow. per head okay. so they're still eating beef and there's still a demand for it. Globally. Yeah. Yeah.
1: No, I think... That's... Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think definitely the demand mm-hmm. is always going to be there. Yeah. I got a couple of steaks from Paddy and before <laughs> and stuff. And if you compare what you sometimes... Just your... Don't... don't eat, I know there's... Some of the the supermarkets use the Scottish beef and all that stuff and mm-hmm. that is there. But if you just buy the normal off-the-shelf stuff and yeah. it's such a massive difference of yeah. just buy almost like beef off land that's just so and your nutrients and all that stuff is so much better than the stuff yeah. off the shelf so there's definitely i think it will never i will never die out like you people always gonna meat yeah. and stuff they will need they that's not gonna change things yeah. like there's new things of printing meat and that nonsense So i don't even know where it yeah. to start with that but yeah, I yeah. It's it's tough how well, everything yeah always comes to the farmer. Mm-hmm. They needs to struggle the most and yeah, if you look back home, it's well it's just a handful that mm-hmm. produce meat to the whole country almost, so yeah. And over years the same. So yeah, and then they are the the farmers are the one that struggles the most mm-hmm. to get it then must go through all the loopholes just to get the meat out there and that's yeah. and that's tough it's tough is don't want to see that so yeah 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 there's, there's no doubt you know we'll see it as a farmer myself
3: the mm. the red tape the paperwork now mm. for day-to-day farming <laughs> you know Farmers are sometimes busy enough, but the additional yeah. requirements now really yeah. you know, add to um, you know that's yeah, it's why, a big big job. Yeah, you know, that's why Gilbraith and our yeah. rural team are so busy mm. and it's frustrating for us sometimes just doing basic paperwork. Yeah, yeah. just yeah. Um, not actually advising on you know, yeah. how do you lamb the sheep better? yeah so yeah uh, as
2: you say like the all that meat in America mm. that's probably the problem. isn't it? like there's now so much more demand, mm. Like the population size is just getting bigger and bigger, so yeah. there needs to be more meat, yeah and in certain industries in, in the u k owner it all the time, but there is like a big yeah. flux of like how much like when, and that's probably the hardest thing yeah. is being a farmer sometimes like listening to like, not. When i'm at home really just listen to the conversations yeah. sometimes there's a huge demand where obviously we're a dairy farm for milk and yeah. then then it'll just fall off like yeah. that's 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 probably the hardest bit it's just yeah. there's such a yeah. like a yeah. flow of how of of how much demand there is sure. for it and that's probably why they're going into trying to get yeah. grow meat yeah. like <laughs>
3: that's vertically
2: I, it's probably because yeah. there's so much they need like yeah. and that's yeah, why probably. obviously they're cutting down the forest it because there's such a demand for it mm. Yeah. Um,
3: Farming's not like a tap; you just can't turn off. No, yeah. Turn it off when yeah, you don't yeah. need it. Yeah. You know it's and and mm. you know, even you know in South Africa your know, climate pressures. You know you you have to adapt to that. Um, 100%. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, I, I mentioned the dreaded word climate. Yeah. Um, mm. But that is that is happening, and you yeah. know in Scotland, you know we're even seeing it. You know for longer periods of rainfall, higher rainfall. Like yeah, yeah. the previous couple of months, the rainfall's been at its highest for. Yeah, For a long well, time, you Well, you seen um, that an impact to your harvest this year and
2: how? Uh, how's that? Changed? Yeah, especially when you watch. We're not too bad because most of the harvest we do, uh, we can, the barley doesn't have to be like properly dried, We're feeding it to the, feeding it to the cows, but you have to. Yeah. If you're selling, selling the grain, like it's got to be hard. In Scotland, we're trying to harvest that in like between the, because obviously the sun boys, it's quite a late harvest mm-hmm. and it's just wet. Yeah. Um, fortunately we feed dabs but you so still, still got to be fairly right and mm. um, but yeah, it is a big pressure in scotland isn't it trying to that's just that like trying to get through the through the weather to get the harvest in, but yeah it's not it's not anything yeah. like, but then south africa is probably the complete opposite it's probably yeah. too, too dry and not enough
1: water i must yeah. say yes the area where we come from is it's difficult but yeah. it's, it's all it's luckily more sheep farming so the people can get around it mm-hmm. but yeah i must say i think most of it come out of a seven year drought now. It was really tough. Right. Really, yeah. yeah. Some farmers crazy. lost everything. So it was tough. Yeah. It's a, it's really it's not that easy. Yeah. But then you go to Cape Town, more down and there they had massive storms again and it was so unusual. Some of the was a late winter, was cold and it was just unusual and yeah. and that is definitely yeah. everywhere. Uh-huh. It, it's it's things that you haven't seen in the past are now more happening, like, like future, storms and yeah. stuff. So it's mm-hmm. it's it's it it is definitely there. It's, something is changing, um, but yeah, um, people just adapting mm-hmm. at this. I think that's what mm-hmm. make make farmers like now back home. You can see people starting adapting to different stuff. I know. Like we've said earlier, mm. and i also spoke a lot to Andrew and them down in, but it's 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 to get farmers more adaptable to change or yeah. something different, try mm. something different, yeah. and yeah, um, back home certainly farmers need to make a plan, mm. and they always good to good off making a yeah. making a plan to to survive, and yeah, it's some do, and yeah. it was tough on some people didn't, yeah. but yeah there is definitely, the climate is not the same yeah. as it was back, on, uh, back in the days. So yeah.
0: Obviously as professional rugby players that's your main goal and will be for the full of your career was obviously in the back of your head you're thinking a little bit about life after rugby But You're still very young and what hopefully will be a successful career for years mm-hmm. to come but do you think agriculture and rural is, you know, do you think there's a route back to that after you're playing this? Uh, yeah definitely, I think
2: that's that is something um, I want to do after like Okay, so can I still kind of do it now um, let's say after rugby, so, I'm kind of doing it um, but yeah be, that's something I would really want to do is when I finished full-time just go back go back to farming Um mm-hmm. something that I enjoy so yeah it's definitely something I want to
1: do. Cool. What would you say would Definitely something I would I, I think it's farming is in your when it's in your blood it's in the I've, I must say not being probably a hundred percent like this last twelve years, not on the farm or not even, but it's like <clears throat> you just can't get away from it. It's like everything is like so yeah, hundred percent if if there is a anything after, rugby, um I would definitely go back and farm and whatever it do how it would look like, but it's if it's in your blood you you would like you would wanted to go back to the farm and that's what I wanted to do, so yeah. I
2: think the back will hold up, Going back sheep and sheep. <sighs>
3: I will get somebody uh, yeah. to do it for me. Farming's <laughs> I I changed. They'll be on the tractor. Yeah, farming's yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. changed now. <laughs> no. <laughs> Someone's still got a Not <laughs> got sheep <laughs> though. Somebody can
2: do
1: it. Rugby's definitely not good for that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, not sorry. good
2: for lower back issues.
0: Uh, <laughs> yeah. issues. Can we get a couple of academy boys? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah,
1: get a couple in. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah. That's proper training, though. Yeah. That's proper training. You had him a rugby training regime.
1: Sheep Yeah, will will be actually good for them. I don't know why we would allow that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Brilliant. Well, we did mention that this was a Christmas special, so there is a Christmas twist at the end. Get a wee game for you, so. right? Um, so I've also got a prop here for us all to wear. We've got some Santa hats. Mm-hmm. I was actually hoping we, we we should pitch some Edinburgh rugby Santa hats. I think that'd be great. Hard. Orange bobble logo on it. I think yeah, was.
1: it's a is on this. Yeah. This is a, this yeah, an, an Amazon
0: next day delivery. Oh.
1: That's
0: a bit yeah, tight in my head, <laughs> nice. So, a- anyone who's watching, listening along to Gabriel's podcast on Apple or Spotify, you're just going to have to imagine what this looks like. But we all look pretty good for this. Yeah, well. okay. so, so, we have a game. Um, it's, what we're going to do is, I'm, I've got a list of famous characters from Christmas movies. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I don't know, are you, are you into Christmas movies or is this, is this out of your mm-hmm. comfort zone?
1: I've got four kids, so that's a lot of Christmas <laughs> movies. Me, that's, a, that's a lot of Christmas <laughs> yeah. movies, but the characters, Let's see how the characters go. So. Yeah, right. well, we've, we've tried to keep it easy. So
0: we've, uh, we've picked some, some of the famous ones. So if you've not seen the movie, you might have an idea what the, the characters are. Yeah. Like. So we're going to list off a character from each Christmas movie. And we want you to pick what teammate at Edinburgh Rugby is most like that character okay. for a bit of fun. So it's not competitive, yeah. you're not scoring points. Great. Just, just it was fun in that. <laughs> we we'll, okay. yes. we'll worked together. It's controversial <laughs> if you've got the Grinch on there. Yeah, and well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> see, some are better than others. Yeah. That's all I'll say. So, so to start us off, uh, a, a family classic, Buddy the Elf from the movie Elf. Who in the team is most likely to be the Buddy the Elf?
3: <gasps> mm. I don't
2: know. How do you explain Buddy the Elf? Was oh, uh, there
0: is there anyone who's above a, a Joker or a Will Ferrell, i suppose yeah, yeah. A few I want jokes, to say, I want joggers, to say, right?
1: yeah, there's a lot of jokers. Uh, we are the biggest one. Yeah, but, I
2: he's of, a, but he... sometimes he's not funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Adam McBurney. He's funny. yeah, he's yeah he can be. He's yeah. he's quite funny, to be fair. Okay, Adam McBurney, yeah, good um, Brian, well that's one. Like, so. You like that as well? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, a good, that's a good one. Yeah. Good.
0: Well, opposite end of the spectrum, then Ebenezer Scrooge from yeah. A Christmas Carol. So who's totally anti-Christmas, anti-fun. Dave Cherry. uh I
2: would say Cherry uh We
1: just we just work, work on the hookers here. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> who's anti-fun? Aunt, <auntie> <laughs> ben Velikon. Ben Velikon, okay. Do you like right. our captain. You <laughs> <laughs> will like it, but it's uh, fine.
0: Cool. Next one's very similar actually to put it on my mind. Next one is the Grinch from the, oh, the Grinch wasn't yeah, yeah, yeah. there. The one.
2: Yeah, I think. Uh, Doohan, okay. I won't argue with that. <laughs> okay. Doohan, I came to just If, if Duhan
0: was the Grinch, he'd do pretty well at trying to steal Chris. Christmas yes, he will be. Yeah. He yeah. <laughs> Restlessly off so, yeah. oh, cool. mm. This one's an interesting one, a classic. Kevin McAllister, who is the little boy from Home Alone. Oh, so oh, who's, oh. I suppose, who's most likely to get for the the bus to leave behind, if you want to look at it that way? Oh,
2: Sykesy. Sykesy. Like Sykes yeah, probably Sykesy. Sykesy. <laughs> Marshall Sykes. Yeah. 100%. He probably, he'd probably get left behind the bus. Yeah. Maybe <laughs> left, deli- no, left his passport a couple of
1: times already, so...
2: Maybe deliberately leaving <laughs>
1: behind.
0: Yeah. Your, uh, yeah. 100%. <laughs> okay, Marshall Sykes. A good friend of Galbraith, Marshall, but this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's a good or a bad one. <laughs> right. Next one is, again, another character we're looking for here. Olaf from Frozen. Four kids. Have you seen. Do you see
2: a lot of Frozen each yes. year? Yes. Yeah. Frozen. Frozen. <laughs> Let's see, out of. Which was that again? It's the snowman, is it? The snowman, yeah. Yeah. What's his
1: personality like? Just I can't remember. Course. I watched it once, I think. But a few people. years ago. He's also you definitely a watched quite funny. It. Like, yeah, like, a character. Funny, yeah. Try to be funny. Pierre. Yeah. You yeah. yeah. Pierre. Pierre. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: It's a good shout, actually. I can yeah. see Pierre is. Yeah. will laugh. Yes. A fat joke. <laughs> <I
3: don't, yeah. laughs> I'm
2: just glad we could do yeah, it not, not going to like you next time he sees you.
0: To be fair, yeah, it's, it's good we could do, at least there's one that's not a front row, but Yeah, uh, yeah the, the last one, I mean, <laughs> <part of it. laughs> this one's a bit controversial if it's a Christmas movie or not, but it's also, I don't know if you might inflate someone's ego by picking them for this, but it's uh, John McLean from Die Hard.
2: Yeah, okay. A yeah, it's so the Bruce Willis. Ah ha
0: ha ha All action. Oh! Yeah, all action. All systems
1: go. Deserves a good one. Killie. No. No, Killy go. Die are. Killie. Yeah. Killie. Yeah, fair. Gilly, Killie go. Killie.
2: Yeah,
0: he's going to die the team. Yeah. yeah. Give it to him. Oh, fairness. It's yeah. a good one. Well, German, that's all from us just now. Uh, thank you very much for playing along hopefully that wasn't too hard for you I know yeah. you a of I said a trepidation I
1: hope the boys would enjoy it yeah. <laughs> right. we'll, find out. we'll find out
0: that's all from us here thank you very much thanks to everyone else for listening to this podcast Martin thank you for weighing in your expert opinion as that's always great. and Paddy and VP thank you very much you. for joining us everyone who's listening along you can subscribe to our podcast on Apple and Spotify and all the relevant places catch us next time and we hope we have a very festive Christmas and all the best for 2024.